Welcome to Talking to Myself. I am Myra Kay, and I'm here with Hanky Quattro and Chip. I am a 20-plus year communication professor who doesn't profess to know it all, hence the name Talking to Myself, because I will walk right out of these doors and do everything wrong. Well, guys, last week I thought we were done with Donald Trump. Uh, oh Lord, I thought we were done, but he surprised me again. He gave us at least one more week of content. You know, he gave us all his content all year and I thought we were done, but I lied to myself. He lied to us. We got more content. So he took me all the way back to January of 16 when he said I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose voters. And the thing is, he was right. You know, because white people have backed him up. He has been ridiculous. He has been rude. I mean, they have been over backwards to support this man. And it, it, it absolutely is crazy. And I know a lot of you, every one of our listeners right now know what's happening. But those listeners who maybe will listen to us in the future may forget. So I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about this week, specifically January 6th of 2021. Donald Trump, he incited his patriots to breach the Capitol building. And this is all in response to him not winning the election this past November. So when I was kind of making my way through Facebook on November, I'm sorry, January 6th, a lot of people were saying, oh my gosh. This is not America. This is not us. And I kept thinking, yes, it is us. Are you kidding me? This entire country was built on white people going to another continent, you know, Africa, stealing black people, bringing them over here and building this country on our backs. So of course, this is what is, it's all built on violence. It's all capitalism. It's all about money and ain't a damn thing funny. We know what it is. So when we were watching and listening and reading about what all these white people were saying about, oh my God, this is in America. We were all just sitting back eating our popcorn because we already know what it all is and we all understand what it is, which is white privilege. And so it, it, it's funny to me because I talk about it all the time in my classes, but my students sometimes get mad about it because when they hear the word, just the word privilege, they don't understand it because they think, well, I'm not privileged. I don't have any money and I had to work hard and this ain't been easy for me. And because of that one word, privilege mm -hmm. they refuse to think about what it truly is or what it is that we're trying to say so chip what exactly is white privilege so white privilege is a societal privilege that benefits only white people an example of white privilege that i can relate to is that some court bands like ohio state proclaim themselves to be the best band in the land but they're completely oblivious to some hbc style bands mm. So, like, who gave these corp-style bands the title of being the best band? Mm, mm -hmm, mm. So, these corp-bands, they're like, oh, okay, we're the best in the land, you know, right. because they're white, of course. And because we're white, that means nothing else exists but us. Right. And we've never seen anything else but us. Mm. And so, we're the best. Right. So, mm. let's, let's, just, let's just count that, you know. And they don't know that we have all these HBCUs that do what they do and then some. Right. Can do what they do with our eyes closed mm. and backwards. But that doesn't count because... They only see what they do, right? right? White privilege. Hanky, did you have an example? Yeah, I had a, a funny example. So when I first bought my condo, 
uh, it was like uh, I live around a whole bunch of white people, mm-hmm. so uh, older white women, and they all got big dogs. Mm-hmm. So first thing that they wanted to tell me before they even asked my name, they probably don't even still know my name, but it's just like <laughs> first thing they had, they wanted to tell me was that their dogs were grandfathered in. Mm-hmm. And that we can no longer have big dogs, mm-hmm. and that you can only have a dog twenty five pounds and under. Mm-hmm. So I guess one day their dogs died, mm-hmm. and they end up getting another dog, and that dog is like a big old Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> I know if I would have walked in there with a pit bull, it would have been a oh, different yeah. dog. Oh yeah, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. not even a pit bull, any any big dog, mm-hmm. big old. German doodle right, or something. Oh, right, no, you know, right, something crazy. Right. So, right. you know, so I just got my little dog, but, you know, I, I just know that that's how they get down. Right, for sure, for sure. You know, when I talk about privilege in class, and I don't talk about it as much because it is a very, believe it or not, of course, inflammatory topic. People don't, white people don't like talking about it because you know, they don't want to talk about it. It's their privilege, right? It's their privilege not to talk about it. They don't want to talk about things that hurt their feelings, you know? But when I talk, when I do talk about it, I like to start out with this analogy. I talk about people being left-handed and right-handed. And so I say, okay, how many people in the room are left-handed? And so then I'll have all the left-handed people raise their hand. And then I'm like, okay, lefties, what are some things you have to do to adapt to right-handed, this right-handed world? And so they'll go through a whole, oh, they have a good time talking about this. They say, oh, I, I got to turn my, um, my notebook upside down to write. Or when I write, I get all this ink on my hand. Or I have to do this to cut because the scissors are only made for right-handed people. Or they don't have any mugs for left-handed people, you know, or whatever. They go through this whole long, long list of things or golf clubs or whatever are all for right-handed people. And, you know, they have a good time talking about it. They get to laughing and stuff. Ha, ha, ha. Everything's for right-handed people. And then I say, that's exactly how the world is for people of color when we think about a white world. The entire world, or we'll say the United States, is for white people. And we, people of color, have to adapt. So just how if you're left-handed, how you have to turn your your, uh, folder upside down or your notebook upside down, Mm -hmm. that's our life. Our life is that notebook that we have to turn upside down. Mm-hmm. Our life is that mug we have to turn around. Our life is that those scissors we have to turn around to cut with because the entire United States of America is your oyster. It's all yours, baby, because it's, and you don't even notice it because you have the privilege of not having to worry about it. That's white privilege. They don't like to hear it so much, but it helps them understand that it's all about you and it's all for you and but it's not for everyone and people do have to adapt to it so you know we're back to i'm going to go back to the trump thing because another part of this privilege thing that really kind of i think is weird is that we know he he had his patriots come in breach the capitol because he didn't win the election he was really upset about it we know that Vice President Pence was really upset about it, but at the same time, Pence refused to invoke the 25th Amendment, which means that he would, that Trump would be taken out of office and Pence would be put in his place as the president for these last two weeks. Additionally, the cabinet, um, Trump's cabinet would have to vote um, that they would be for 
invoking the 25th Amendment. So rather than going with this, Pence backs away and says, no, he refuses. And his cabinet members resign. Most of them resign because they would have to vote either for or against this 25th Amendment. Again, privilege, right? Again, allowing Donald Trump to get away scot-free. This is a man who has all the nuclear codes. You know, he can still do what he wants to do. They did go ahead and at least block his Twitter account. But rather than standing up and saying, no more, can't do anything else, sir, you know, they would rather back away, right? And so luckily for us, we do at least know that Nancy Pelosi is saying, okay, we can't go any further. We're going to impeach him, get this, again. He's already been impeached once. We're going to impeach him again. He got impeached once and did not get taken out of office because of what? White privilege. Mm -hmm. Because he had all of his friends back him up. They knew he was wrong, but they were like, no, we're going, we're going to back him up. And, we're, and they let him stay in office, even though they knew good and well he had no business being in office because he was doing all kinds of backhanded things. But they, they let him stay. So she's like, okay, we're going to impeach him again. And he has only two weeks left in office, but they have to do something. And so she gave him a choice. You can resign or, or we can impeach you. He won't resign. We know that the 25th Amendment will not go through. So they're going to be putting through the papers on Monday. Today is Saturday. So Monday, the papers will go through. Now, some people are saying, of course, these are white people are saying, oh my gosh, this is terrible. There are just two weeks. Why would you want to do this? Let him go ahead and have these last two weeks. I know he has the nuclear codes, but come on. But let me just give you another spin on this. If we allow this man to continue his, his time as president and see it out for these last two weeks, and if we don't make him resign, or if the 25th Amendment is not, is not put into place, or if he is not impeached again, he will actually receive a pension for the rest of his life for now that is $219,200 per year. And it begins immediately. So in February, that's what he will get. Now, it may not be a lot to him, but to us, it's a lot. And it comes off of the taxpayers' backs, mm -hmm. right? We know that. And we know that in 2017, he paid a whopping $750 in federal income taxes, mm -hmm. okay? And we're going to pay him $219,200 per year beginning immediately upon his, upon his leaving office. And he's been a horrible, horrible president who breached our capital. Mm. We know that he will get office, will store all of his stuff, all of his things that he has in the, in the White House or wherever, they will get stored for at least seven months and we taxpayers will pay for that. He will get a private office and he will get a staff. The staff, all of that stuff is paid for by us. We will pay $150,000 for 30 months, after which we will pay $96,000 per, per year for him to maintain that. And he will have 10 years of secret service off of our backs. We will take care of all of that for him. Mm. Again, a man who paid $750 in federal income taxes in the year of 2017. Keep in mind that in March of 2020, this is the same man that spent $1.1 million on a golf trip to his own golf resort in Scotland. He didn't make any public appearances. He spent about 40 minutes on the golf course, but guess what? We paid for that. He charged it to us.
According to golfnews.net, from the, the beginning of his presidency to, to October of 2020, this man has spent $140 million in golf fees on our back. We've paid for that for him because, of course, he just can't go out and play golf. He has to have secret service. He has to have transportation. He has to have all kinds of stuff, all kinds of huge detail has to go out with him when he plays golf. And so you may be saying, well, Myra, you know, you're going on and on. What's that got to do with it? What it has to do with it is I'm thinking about President Obama. And in July of 2009, he was questioned up and down when he and Michelle took their daughters on a vacation to Europe and they made him produce proof that they paid for their personal expenses, that they paid for their own food and for their own admission into places, that, that, that they did not charge it to taxpayers. But it's not, the, the same rules don't apply to Donald Trump, but they apply to Barack Obama. And you know why? It's called white privilege. Mm -hmm. White privilege. If he, was, if he were a white man, we wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't have had that same conversation. And believe me, it was a huge conversation back in July of 2009. But of course, we're not even mentioning, you probably maybe not even have heard these large numbers as it relates to golf. I haven't even talked about everything. I'm just talking about golf for Donald Trump that we've paid for. So yeah, it makes a big difference that Pence will not think about the 25th Amendment. And yeah, it makes a big difference that his cabinet is backing out two weeks before because they don't want to vote for the 20. They don't want to vote against him. That makes a big difference because they are keeping his pension in place and they're keeping us, they're making us continue to take care of him for the rest of his life. Mm. Right? So I don't know. We'll see how all this plays out. I don't know. Did you have any other comments, Hanky? Yeah, I mean, this is like my last thing on white privilege. I mean, just the privilege alone to even be be able to walk on the Capitol steps. Yeah, yeah. You know, and walk yeah. in without a fight. I think... That privilege alone is crazy because I can't see myself even, you know, stepping on those steps without right. somebody questioning me. Hey, sir, what are you doing here right. today? You know, I can't even imagine that. So right. um, I think that's that's privilege alone. I mean, the audacity when I watch them on TV to think I can walk in here and put my feet on this desk, you know, and say, this is my desk. You know, I, you know, just the, the, the arrogance and audacity of some of these people is beyond me. You know, yeah. of course you saw what they look like. You saw, mm -hmm. you know, you saw who they were, you know, it was all that. And, and they weren't rich people and they probably wouldn't think they were privileged people. You know, again, that those are those same people that would get mad if you said they had white privilege because they're like, I'm not privileged. I work every day. I'm not rich. But then look how you're acting though. Look what you did. You broke out a window and walked in a place and, and walked in this person's office and put your feet up on the desk like you owned it because you felt like you could, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So I don't know. We will continue to watch. We'll see how it all plays out. And as always, we'll be black next week. Peace. Peace.